Welcome, Oracle fans, to the Oracle Report, a podcast about Delphi Community High School Athletics. I'm your host, Brian Tonsoni. This is our 17th episode, recorded on the evening of January 31st, 2022. Our winter season is wrapping up, so make plans to come out and support your Oracles, weather permitting, uh, here uh, in the next few weeks. It is now time for our weekly sports report. Here is Junior Cade Nelson. Hello, Oracle fans, and welcome back to another action-packed edition of this Sports Report. This week will feature the usual winter sports of men's and women's basketball, as well as wrestling, and both men's and women's swim teams. Thank you for tuning in after a couple weeks' worth of breaks, but without further ado, let's get right into it. First off with men's basketball, Tuesday, January 25th, the boys played at Clinton Central in a conference matchup. The Oracles were able to hit lots of threes early on to keep the game close, but the shots they needed down the stretch would eventually cease to fall as the Clinton Central post presence proved to be too much for the Oracles. Sophomore Chase Almaguer led in points with 12, and freshman Walker Jones added 7 points and 5 rebounds. The Oracles then got a chance to bounce back against another conference opponent in the Tri-Central Trojans. Friday, January 28th, the Oracles would get the home court advantage and a homecoming night, which made the fans extra rowdy. Even with the extra rowdy fans, the Oracles started the game down three points after the first quarter and were down six at halftime. After this, the Oracles would come back to within one, down 43-42 to after three quarters. Then, with less than a minute left in the fourth quarter, junior Brock Burton was able to hit a three from the corner for the lead. After this, after this clutch three, the Oracles never looked back, finishing off the, to- the Trojans 60-56. Chase Almaguer led with 19 points and 7 assists, but not too far behind was junior Brock Burton with 18 points and 5 threes, shooting 50% from behind the arc. Walker Jones, freshman, also had 11 points. And congratulations to Calvin Jones and Emily Weaver for homecoming king and queen. Coming off the big win, the Oracles had to play on the road against the Frontier Falcons. Like usual, the Oracles got off to a slow start going down 7 at the half. The Oracles were able to come back through some of Brock Burton and Chase Almaguer threes. The Oracles would eventually be able to take the lead with a little over a minute left, but a late turnover and a foul would lead to Frontier free throws that would eventually put the game away. The final score being Delphi 36, Frontier 37. There were three Oracles in double-digit scoring, though, those three being Chase Almaguer with 11, Brock Burton leading in scoring with 12, and Walker Jones adding 10 points of his own. The Oracles' record is now 3-11, and their next action will be at home against West Lafayette on Thursday, February 3rd. That is, if we don't get canceled due to snow, because that's what everyone is predicting right now. So moving on, we have girls' basketball. The Lady Oracles took on Tri-Central as well on Friday night. The Lady Oracles were down early after the first couple quarters, and a cold stretch of shooting plagued them as they couldn't get their shots to fall. They would fall to the Lady Trojans by a score of 42-29. Credit the Lady Oracles defense, though, as they were able to gather 13 steals. In the points category for the Oracles, Jenna Roth led with 8, followed by Lexi and Caitlin Millers, uh, both having 6. The next day, the Lady Oracles would play the Lady Comets at home in the seniors' final game in the Oracle Arena. 
in a back and forth battle where the Lady Oracles just didn't have the greatest shooting day. This would eventually lead them to fall just short as they had an open look to tie the game late in the fourth but were just not able to convert. Credit to Coach Crawford for setting up such a play but there are just days where the basketball gods are not with you and trust me I have had plenty of those days. Jenna Roth led the Oracles with 10 points and 10 rebounds followed by Lacey Pickering with 7 points. The final score, Eastern 35, Delphi 33. With this being the seniors' final game at home, I would like to say thank you on behalf of the entire Oracle community and Lady Oracle fan base. But the best is yet to come because the Lady Oracles still have yet to play the first round of the sectional tournament where they could very well win and move on. The Lady Oracles will take on Lewis Cass at Lewis Cass tomorrow, Wednesday, February 2nd. That will be the third game of the night I believe so make sure to get there early and find a seat. So moving on into boys wrestling the Oracles wrestling team had their sectional already on Saturday January 28th. Um, teams that were there were Attica, Carroll, Faith Christian, Harrison, Central Catholic, Lafayette, Jefferson, McCutcheon, Seeger, and West Lafayette and of course us. These teams um, or not all these teams but the teams um, in this little tournament would move on to the regional tournament and rumor on the street is that both Cooper Kinsler and Bailey Rucker were able to move on to the regional tournament on Saturday February 5th I'm not sure uh, of course you can always ask them to see if they really did move on but if not um, congratulations on a good season and if they did congratulations to them on moving on so we will move on now into the Oracle swim teams. The most recent update I have on both swim teams is that the girls were able to win the conference meet, but I'm sure you already saw that. Um, so at this point for both swim teams, what's really left is just sectionals and practices. So the sectional will take place on Thursday, February 3rd at Crawfordsville at 5.30. Teams that will be in this tournament are Attica, Benton Central, Covington, Crawfordsville, Fountain Central, North Montgomery, North Vermilion, Seeger, South Vermilion, Southmont, Twin Lakes, Western Boone, and obviously Delphi. So to all the Delphi athletes competing in this year's sectional tournaments, whether that be swim, wrestling, or basketball, we wish you the best of luck. So that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Report. I hope you get the chance to go out and support our, or our Oracle athletes. But of course, if you cannot, I wish you good health, and maybe you can send them a quick uh, good luck text or call to cheer them on from the comfort of your own home. Thank you for listening, folks. Have a great day, and go Oracles. Thanks, Kate. It's now time for our Coach's Corner. This week, we are joined by Austin Cowley of the boys' basketball team and Matt Crawford of the girls' basketball team, and we interviewed them together and asked questions back and forth. Uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, it's now time for Coach's Corner. Uh, I have both coaches with me here tonight, and we're going to just alternate back and forth, ask them some questions. Um, both coaches uh, are moving their programs in, in the right direction here at Delphi Community High School. We're very uh, glad to have uh, these two gentlemen uh, with us. And with us tonight, we have Matt Crawford of the girls program, and we have Austin Cowley of uh, the boys program with us tonight. It's been a couple of weeks since we've had a show, uh, some COVID issues and some uh, sickness by the host. So we apologize for not being uh, more recent, but let, let's start off. Um, Matt, you're a nine and 12 and, and we're recording this on Monday, 
uh, night, uh, February 2nd, you play a sectional against Lewis Cass. Uh, you had, you also had some sicknesses and dealt with some people missing some key components, missing in games down the stretch, uh, to finish nine and 12. Where do you see your, uh, lady oracles right now, as you head into sectional? Well, um, you know, since we've last talked, we've played, uh, played five games. Um, and actually the one, the one we won was the one coming off of a five or six day layoff. (laughs) So. And, um, we, we, we're back, we're back full healthy. Um, you know, we beat, we beat frontier coming off of our, uh, our COVID, our illness break there from school. And, um, we, uh, played, played a really good Sheridan team there and, uh, battled for about, you know, most of the game and Sheridan was able to get a little run on us and, um, Last week, uh, Tri-Central's, Tri-County, and Eastern got us, but we had, you know, we had chances, we had chances Friday and Saturday, and um, the girls are, the girls are in great spirits, actually heading, heading into, uh, heading into sectionals here. We had a team dinner tonight, and they were all, um, they were all in great spirits, hanging out, and, and, and ready to go for Wednesday. So, Uh, so. Nine and 12, uh, a really good first year. We're really happy with, with what you've done here. We'll, we'll come back and talk to you about your preparation. But now, Austin, uh, since we've last talked, you, you've split four games. You're, you're two and two. You had a really nice win over Winnemac in overtime. Uh, and then you followed that up this past week with the w- win against Tri-Central. Uh, you, you had a couple losses the days after that, but real tight games, a six-point loss and a, and a one-point loss. You have – the team is very, very competitive now. How are you feeling about where your team is after a couple of victories? Oh, really good, really good. You know, um, you know that the Winnemac game, we, you know, really played loose, uh, kind of played basically 2-3 zone most of the game uh, for, for the first time, really, and uh, really – uh, got the other team to kind of uh, stand around, pass the ball, uh, you know, came down to the wire. Cade Nelson hit the big three uh, from half court to tie it up. Uh, just, just just an awesome, fun night. Got it in overtime. Um, home game, you know, both those wins are back-to-back home games. We've been able to defend home court. Uh, and then the Tri-Central game, um, as a coach, just really shocked. Um you know, I don't shock's not the right word, but uh, stunned. You know, it was one of those games where the boys really deserve all the credit. They were just playing ball out there. Uh, it wasn't like uh, coach was stopping and calling plays a bunch. Uh, r- really started shooting the ball very well. Brock Burton, um, you, you know, coach, we didn't lead until the very last minute, I believe. Um, if we did lead, it was a very short lead, and they get, they got it right back. Um, so just two huge emotional home wins. And if I could just add, uh, the, the homecoming crowd was great. It was a great atmosphere. We had the little kids playing coach and, uh, mm-hmm. they were loud and it was a fun night. It was a late night, but it was a fun night. Uh, it, it, it's good to see that your, your hard work as a coach and your hard work as, as the young men in your program are, are starting to results, uh, in some leads when the, when the clock runs out. Cause that's all that matters. It doesn't matter how long you're, you're leading during the game. It just matters uh, that you're leading when, when the clock run out and it gives you some momentum as you come down to the end of the, your season. 
Uh, Matt, you, you are at the end of your season and this is what you play for all, all of the records now are zero and zero. Uh, you play a Lewis cast team, which you played earlier in the year. I was happened to be in attendance there and, and the score wasn't indicative of really, I think how competitive it was. So, you know, you've talked about, uh, the, the, the multiple E's three E's. I think we added one in one of the podcasts, so we might be up to four and heck we haven't talked in five games. You might be up to the fifth or sixth E in, in building your, your, your ladies program, but what are the keys for the lady oracles here, uh, during sectional week? Really just do what we do, you know, all year long, we've, we've predicated what we're trying to do on, on having, great energy, great effort, and great enthusiasm. And we want to, we want to create pressure, um, out of our, out of our two, three zone and, um, get deflections, get steals, you know, hopefully get some easy layups. And, uh, and that will be no different, um, going into this week. We really want the girls to play confident. You know, if they see a shot, shoot it, knock it down. If it doesn't go in, let's get back, let's get a stop and let's do it all over again. And, um, we're really, we're really getting back to that, you know, back to basics. Let's do what we do because when it all boils down to it, no matter what the other team does or what we do, it's really about what we do that ultimately is going to determine our success. Well, and, and that is the, did I see the date, right? It's February 2nd is scheduled for Wednesday. Is that correct? Yep. Wednesday night, we play the, uh, we play the second game. First game starts at six. Um, and then we play, we play the second game. Um, and turning back to the, to the boys program here, you know, coach, what are some of the things uh, that, that have really made the difference for your ball club and being able to, to pull out these two wins and, and, and almost get a couple others. Uh, where are you progressing as a basketball club? Man, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's just part of the whole process, <clears throat> excuse me, of this, uh, of our team, just, just a young team that has to play games. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's starting to be where uh, Brock Burton is becoming a solid shooter and scorer for us. I mentioned him, um, you know, Cade Nelson's getting a bunch of chances to, to continue to be one of those guys as well. Uh, you know, Calvin Jones is just being a staple for us uh, defensively guarding the rim um, scoring in the post. He's got to work on hitting his free throws. And then we've got Randy Tessier and Ty Ellison coming off the bench, spelling us where they can. And um, so everybody, we've got clear roles. We're just going to kind of push here through the end of the year to continue to get better and better uh, j just at what we do as well. We've got, you know, you, you know, at this point in the season, maybe you're going to keep adding some plays here and there. But, you know, who we are is what we are at this point, and we just need to kind of keep working on getting better and, Really, games are the best way to do it. Keep playing good teams down the stretch here in February. We've got about seven games left and uh, against real good competition, starting with West Lafayette uh, on Thursday. Yeah, West Lafayette is a good program. I know they've lost uh, one of their their players, but they still have uh, so, some young guys. I know the freshman kid lit us up um, uh, with some threes, so so make sure you mark him on on the scouting report. Both of you guys said something that's really, uh, I think, really an important piece of coaching, and, and I commend you for it, is do, uh, do us, be us. And you have to have identity and you have to have role identification, and, and we all go about it differently, right? Uh, 
you know, coach, you have the, the four five, six, seven E's or whatever, uh, that you have, which are really good stuff. And, and coach, you talked about, uh, coach Kyle, you talked about role identification and, and people coming off the bench, but it is a key to have an uh, identity and then to convince your kids to have an identity. We do, we do that in our program, uh, where, where I coach. So I commend you for that, but I, I want to make this a, a little bit of a, a twist coach. We're, we're at the tournament time. Uh, and I want to ask you from a coaching perspective, what, um, what is it about the state turning and coaching that really gets you uh, going that you really enjoy and maybe share uh, a moment that's one of the most memorable moments for you as a coach uh, in, in the state tournament? Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. Oh, wow. That is a – I could talk for a lot longer than, than just a few <laughs> minutes about the state tournament. You know, um, you, you grow up wanting to hit that shot. You know, we – every year um, growing up, we, we would watch Hoosiers before, you know, before the start of the state tournament. And, and it really got you just fired up, you know, shooter saying, you know, don't get caught watching the paint dry. And he calls that – he calls that play to someone else rather than Jimmy. <clears throat> And he just says, I'll make it. And, you know, we all grow up in the driveway wanting to, wanting to hit that shot. Um, but kind of my biggest memory about the, the state tournament is, um, you know, as a player, we lost in the sectional finals three straight years. And, um, and then I went to playing college, but there's nothing like the, you know, there's nothing like the state tournament in high school. Right. Um, and then I get out of college and the first year out of college, I'm coaching with Brownsburg. And um, that team just happened to have Gordon Hayward on it, another Indiana All-Stater. And we have to hit a, we ended up winning the state championship that year, but we had to hit a shot at the buzzer to beat Decatur Central to get out of our sectional. Um, and then, you know, it just kind of progressed from there, but you know, even a team that has a first round lottery pick <laughs> still has to hit a shot at the buzzer to move on. Um, and, and then, and then, you know, we, we go into the state final and then we hit another last second shot in 08 to win, to win the state championship. <laughs> like, and, and I didn't just, know you, I didn't know you were part of that, uh, that championship. And looking up from the floor there, you know, at that time it was Conseco Fieldhouse, but right. looking up the floor and seeing 18,000 people there from the floor of, of the stadium just is a moment, you know, is, is a moment I'll never forget. Just the amount of people there, you know, rooting on high school athletes. It was, it was something special. That's cool. Coach Cowley, uh, what, what does the tournament mean to you uh, as a uh, former player, coach, whatever? Um, and and what, what's your favorite memory as a coach of the tournament? Uh, the state tournament, you know, I think basketball is probably all three of our first loves in, in life. And yep. um, there's something about that single elimination tournament that growing up as a kid, the single class, uh, you know, I think we all believed we were going to hit the game winner until it finally ended. For me, it was my senior year. It was a regional. Um, it was it was right when class basketball got started, and they were still figuring out how to do it. So they actually had us play our regional at River Forest against River Forest on a Wednesday night. 
Yeah. Um, and it was like limited seating. Uh, we ended up, we were, we were up eight going into the fourth quarter and we got beat, we fell apart. They got hot on the other team, but you know, um, so, you know, it's just kind of that, that your, your first love, the state tournament. Um, and then as a coach, you know, I've been real close and like four sectional titles came real close, like three times. Um, so just still chipping away every year at, uh, trying to get, trying to get that sectional title. It is extremely difficult to win any weekend game, any weeknight game, whatever, any game on your schedule. It's very hard to win sectionals, um, and, and, and to advance in a tournament. And, and when you do, it is, it is very memorable. My, the best team I was part of won a section on regional. We were one game away from the, the state championship and we, we got beat by Lewis Cass, uh, the opponent for the ladies, uh, coming up, um, back in 2003 and, and the state tournament is a, is a very special time. Matt and his girls are going to be going through it here this week, uh, weather permitting, uh, and, um, coach Cowley's got, you know, six or seven games left before he takes his young men, uh, to, through that. But the, tournament time uh usually brings the snow uh but it also brings uh full gyms full of popcorn and everything else so um let, let's finish the show tonight uh we'll go the same order but to you um what's the keys to a good tournament team and a successful run from a basketball standpoint x and o standpoint matt well tournament run you just got to be consistent you know um kind of back to the point about doing what you do you know in any point in the tournament run the sectional is probably the most important to be consistent because you gotta you know if you don't get the buy you gotta win three straight games and you know we've all been there how difficult is it to win three straight games you know if you're fortunate enough to get the buy and only have to play two you know good for you but <laughs> But to, to, to be able to be that way on your game for three straight games is, I think, is what makes the sectional, you know, it really kind of sets the stage for the whole tournament. Um, because, you know, when you get into the latter stages, you know, it's not one week long. It's, right. it's three games. Like, you play Tuesday some, sometimes, like, you know, when this, this week for us, it's Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So, you know, by the time you play Wednesday and get ready to go, you've got a one day turnaround to get ready to go for your opponent on Friday. And then basically no preparation time to get ready for who you're going to play on Saturday, you know, barring your Saturday morning walkthrough. Um, so basically being consistent in what, in what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish, I think is the, the biggest thing for, for a, you know, for a sectional tournament run. Coach Cowley, what, what, what's the key X and O thing for, from your perspective in, in advancing in the tournament? Uh, coach, I want to be able to score inside against any defense that you're going to throw at me. I want to be able to handle your pressures, all your, all, all your full court pressings. Uh, you know, we want to, you know, be able to score versus the zone, score versus the man. Um, you know, with, with our young team, what really worries us is, is inside scoring inside rebounding um so that's just kind of ways i'm thinking of x's and o's wise uh can we rebound better out of our zone do we have to play more man and mix it up or um or you know whatever our weakness is i'm usually thinking of how we need to try to cover for those <laughs> as you should and this is why uh you know 
Delphi basketball is in good hands. Uh, you know, you do need to be consistent. And, and Coach Cowley, the team, it, it does favor the team who can get the most easy baskets, whether that's in yes. transition, whether that's post-feeding or whatever, because you get a little tight with the crowd and knowing it might be your last game of the year. And even if you're a good outside shooting team, sometimes it can be a little tight, especially in game one right? Game one can be a real tough shooting night. So if you're right, if you can pound that ball inside or get some easy transition buckets, uh, I think that you have a chance to advance in the tournament. Well, coaches, it's always good to talk to you. Uh, and I thank you for uh, sharing some time, uh, keeping people informed about the Oracle basketball programs. I think you're both headed in the right direction. Uh, Matt, you got a big week for you. I hope the weather, uh, you know, doesn't delay you. If it does delay you, it gives you a little more film watching time to to prepare and find a solution and coach Cowley keep uh, winning games. At least, you know, you got a couple in a weekend. The, the kids got that flavor. Now they got that taste and, and just keep encouraging them to move forward. But again, thanks uh, to, to, for you guys to talk to this old man. It makes me uh, feel good. You, you young bloods are, are doing good things. So keep up the good work and good luck this week. Thanks coach. And shout out to the uh, student section, whatever they're calling themselves these days, they were rowdy and it was a fun atmosphere. <laughs> and yeah, we need was. we need more of that it was it was packed there friday night that was that was pretty cool to see so thanks a lot brian too and uh you know best of luck austin this week and thanks a lot and that'll do you it too, for coach. this that'll do it for this week's coach's corner uh we appreciate you listening and come out and root on those oracles lady oracles in the sectional and the boys uh in, in their regular season uh last six or seven games that's all the time we have for this episode of the Oracle Report. Come out and support our student athletes and coaches this and every week. Thanks to Athletic Director Chip Dale and Sue Hartman, our Athletic Executive Assistant, for all the work they do behind the scenes. Thanks to the parents for all you do and our athletes. And thanks for the listeners for tuning in and rooting for the Oracles. We will be back next week. Until then, remember, it's a great day to be an Oracle.